What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley brought to you by SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, and Pro Fab Headers and Exhaust. What is going on, everybody? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? We are back. After We're a, back, buddy. After a Labor Day week after off. A laboring, a laboring week off. But I felt like I labored. I ain't even going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally how it works, but I ain't kidding. We, uh, take off to work. Well, we didn't really take off to work. It just took off to go a lot. <laughs> a lot. When it's race week at Darlington, I feel like I am wore out. So, yes. Always seems to be that way. Yes, especially when they move the credential office. You really work yeah. get a workout. I wish they had told me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we always got to be positive. So at least it wasn't Daytona. At least we weren't walking from the front stretch to the back stretch at Daytona. And I can't say that we probably didn't walk just as much at uh, Charlotte also. Oh, I, I 100% agree with that, yeah. <laughs> Something about them credential offices. They keep moving on us. Yes, they sure do. <laughs> oh well, it could be worse. <laughs> if we're if we're yeah. complaining about getting uh, pit passes, you know, through our friends at SRI Performance, we're complaining about that and something's wrong anyway. So, <laughs> exactly, exactly. We just had to walk a little bit. I promised to walk and didn't hurt us. <laughs> no, it did not hurt. It did not hurt. We needed it. <laughs> oh, well, what's been going on with you? I don't know it, man. It's just been uh, been working, of course, as always. Um, tried to kick back and enjoy the weekend a little bit. It was it was uh, monsooning, pretty much on uh, on Saturday. See, so, and it didn't do that uh, here. Like it didn't. No, everything got canceled. It canceled the race, canceled everything because it was supposed to. Jackson was supposed to have his uh, opening ceremonies for the Miracle League. But they canceled all that because it was supposed to be raining and terrible. Um, I'm pretty sure we could have raced. I actually went over to Lake City Cartway or Speedway, whatever they call it, that night. They were racing <laughs> because they hadn't gotten no rain. Wow. <laughs> wow. It was. Yeah, I don't understand because it rained. It it but it poured down in Blenheim. That is for sure. It is terrible. It, we um. We actually went out to the tobacco festival in uh in Lake City first thing Saturday morning and watched my niece dance. Um she's what one of them dance come dancing on Maine in Lake City. And uh so we went out there and uh hung out a while, talked to the uh to the to the track announcer from Darlington over there a little while Dan E. Lockamy. <laughs> we talked about racing and beach music, you know. Go figure. Uh, yeah, he specializes in those two things. Yeah, and me and him got talking, and he was kind of like, well, we kind of do the same thing. We talk about racing, and we DJ, so. <laughs> exactly. Like, You're the same person. The same <laughs> he person. Said, and he said, you want to come on the show sometime? I said, well, you want to come on our show sometime? He said, sure. <laughs> well, cool. Be, yeah, that's what we need to do. Bro. We, need to, we need to cross shows. I say we just do it as yeah. one show, and both of us put it out. That's what I say. That'd be perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> fun, 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 fun. Oh, cool deal, cool deal. Uh, uh, so, uh, 
I guess we need to go back a little bit because we weren't on here last week because of because uh, of Labor Day. We took off. Um, we had planned to come on do a show, but we had just been so wide open, and I had I think a lot of y'all seen uh, the good bit of content that we had out uh, the week leading up to Labor Day there. Um, but I guess we need to go back and talk about it a little bit. Um, me and uh. Our good buddy uh, Trey Kelly rode up to we, we to to the revival North Wilkesboro. Um, stopped at our uh, stopped at Profab Headers. That was a really cool tour that our, our buddy oh, that Andrew Gears gave us there. That was a uh, you would you would really really appreciate that shop. Oh yeah, definitely. I it, I watched the uh, the walk through there, and uh, you know it, it was an awesome tour, honestly, um, to to see and and to see all the steps and what's involved and how the organization of that place and everything's got its order. And uh, man, it was it was not. Nice. I liked it. I sure did. That was a first class for sure uh, shop, and uh, and just like I say, I I just like the. I like the order of everything. Everything had its place. Everybody had their jobs. They were doing them. Uh, it, it was it was awesome. Yeah, and it was really kind of uh, we we actually kind of went through it backwards. Honestly, um, we kind of went from the finished product to going back right. up to how it was made. Um, and there was actually a few things we couldn't show in there that I, I can talk about, but it's just proprietary stuff for their uh, for NASCAR and IndyCar that they do. Um, but there was some, and he talked about a little bit in there, uh, we didn't go upstairs to the, I can't remember exactly what he called it, so I apologize, but anyway, it's where they put basically the heat shielding on these, uh, on the headers and certain pipes and stuff that they have for NASCAR and IndyCar, like I said, um, that looked like one of the most tedious jobs in the world, and that is, I mean, it's just one of them deals where it's like, that, that is where they get the slogan quality that wins right there because right. these guys were up there with these little teeny tiny fine night. Um, I guess they were kind of like, um, I don't know what it would be. It looked kind of like TIG torches really. Um, uh, has a sharp point on them and they kind of went into the, the, uh, the, the heat shielding and it kind of tagged it to the, to the pipe, I mean, but in thousands of places. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, it, it is insane. Um, so that was really that was a really cool cool tour to see that shop. Uh, we didn't go in there and see the we didn't show it on the uh, on on the uh, live, but there was actually these big vats of uh polishing stones and and these chemicals that they put in the headers to repolish them or polish them originally and stuff and that was it's big old big old vats so it's it was pretty cool um so that was a great tour then we went over to our uh good friend earl ramey shop over there at uh earl ramey racing engines uh that was that was great as always uh seeing just you know the rooms in there and where they go to to uh tear down and rebuild these engines and see a little bit of the work that went into that um gives you always gives you a good appreciation for for that kind of work for sure 
Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I um, I don't know. It's just both of those shops. I just love the 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 order and just it just I don't know. It's, I just like to see a good clean. You know, like my shop, our shop, Palmetto Machine. We got. A, I mean, it's a fab shop, but it's nasty. We got stuff everywhere. I mean, it's just. And then you go in, and it's essentially the same. I mean, it's it's not, but I mean, it's there's nasty, greasy stuff everywhere. Of course, there's stuff. What and then, but you go in these shops, and there's like it's just clean. Everything's so clean. I just, <laughs> man, it just it's nice. But I'm gonna I tell like you, it. I'm gonna tell you to be the type of shop that uh, I'm going to go back to Profab real quick. And I even told Andrew this. He was talking about, oh, it's it messy stuff. I'm like, dude, this is not messy. <laughs> I was like, this is one of the cleanest uh, cleanest shops, period, I've ever been in my life. Shops, for sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it was, uh, yeah. that was cool. But yeah, like I said, our our good friend Earl Ramey and his shop up there um, got to see the, uh, the infamous chassis dyno sitting back there. Didn't have a car on, unfortunately, but you know. <laughs> It's all good. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and then we got to head over to our friends at SRI Performance, and um, <laughs> we had an extended stay there. <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> funny, actually. Um, it, it was good because we'd been wide open all morning long. Uh, we got there and everybody was in meetings pretty much. So me and Trey just kind of chilled out on the couch. And we walked around, looked at some stuff for sales for a while, and then just kind of chilled out on the couch, talking to a few more people that came by up there. Um, but anyway, then our buddy uh, Eric Molyneux gave us the grand tour up there, showing us, you know, so we got the live on. And I want to know, <laughs> I called Sterling and said this afterwards. We missed something really big. All of us, all three of us, me, uh, Trey, and Eric. All missed something pretty big at SRI, and it was on camera. Nobody commented on it, so apparently nobody really seen it. No. <laughs> but if you go back, we're busy. Uh, we were actually talking with Kyle Armstrong. He's at the desk. Uh, he's the uh, he is the host of the Ford Bike Podcast. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, he's at the, uh, there's kind of a new parts desk and kind of a used parts desk, but they kind of blend anyway. But, uh, back in the used parts section, there's some stools all the way down this counter and we're kind of talking to him. We're spinning around and we're going back down the aisle. Nobody paid attention. We just kept on going. Well, about the time we come back and everybody's like, y'all just walk right past him. We're like, walk past who? Derek Cope was sitting right there in the chair and he, he looked like he was ready to talk. We just kind of walked past him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, man, you got his hopes up. I, I think we did. No, I apologize. I Honestly, I guess I was just in the moment and didn't. I, I just seen what was in front of my face and that was it. Because <laughs> I would right. love to talk to Derek Cope. Yeah, that would have been awesome. For sure. <laughs> 1992? I think it was Daytona yeah, 500. Daytona 500. Yeah. yeah, from the flat tire. Yeah, Dale Senior, I recognize you. That's right. But yeah, we we actually talked with Derek Cope and Darlington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the in the Xfinity garage years ago, and he was awesome. I mean, he took us in. He was hanging out up under his trailer. It was just he was cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it would have been cool to hang out with him a little bit there, but uh, you know, he just blends in with the with the normal folk. So you know. It's all good. I, I hope he didn't think we was just 
literally trying to disrespect him. I hope not. I He's probably thinking them young boys don't even know who I am. That's probably what he thought. That's the bad part is I do. I know exactly who he is. I just didn't oh, see hey, him. Of course. <laughs> yeah, that's, I hate it for sure, too. I'd have felt bad myself. But uh, but it's all uh, good. But uh, but we but got to yeah, see I mean, all the cool stuff of this, all right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, you know, I've been in that tour myself with you uh, before, and that is an awesome tour to, to, to do and, and see so much cool stuff that they have there and have available ready to ship whenever you need it and uh it's just an awesome place man they got everything yeah for sure so then you know we left there um we had to make a stop at at hooters get some smoke wings yeah um, yeah yeah it was a little overcooked this time but oh know, no don't tell me that beggars man. can't be choosers i guess i reckon not <laughs> so it wasn't wasn't much to write home about but anyway then me and Trey made our way to North Wilkesboro Speedway for the Cars Tour uh, race there. Um, and, man, what what you've heard about it, what you've seen about it, is all true. It was... It had an energy about it that was... And I've been to uh, Daytona to races. I've been to... Uh, we went to the Dirt Million. We went to... Eldora, we've been to Atlanta, I've been to Darlington, been to everywhere, but there was something about this particular race that just had an energy about it that was just, it was big, but it felt nostalgic all at the same time. Because you look around, nothing is new at this place at all other than the cars that are there. I mean, everything just looks old. The walls, you know, they they updated some up, but they left the old North Wilkesboro Speedway uh, signage on the walls to look still look old. The um, victory lane, you know, with the the hydraulic lift there to lift the car up, that is still just looks like it's got the red paint on it from nineteen ninety six, I guess, the last time they run <laughs> or whenever it was, the last time they run a race there. Um, the scoreboard doesn't work and it's half broke from storms and stuff. And so, I mean, it just had this feel and this energy about it that was just insane. I mean, it really, really, really was. Um, and uh, you could tell the guys that were there, that we talked to there, uh, drivers there, it, it was kind of surreal to them to be racing there like that. Um, oh, yeah. It was it was wild. It really, really was. Um, and I don't, and that's what kind of, <laughs> kind of upsets you about, it, I guess, to an ex- extent, because you know, and you shouldn't expect it. I know everybody's gonna go into it. That was awesome. The next one's gonna be awesome, as we know. We've already heard the uh, All Star Race is gonna be there next year, and from what I'm hearing, uh. They're going to do it there, and then they want to move, from what I gather, which is going to be great, they want to move the all-star round, all-star race around from short track to short track every year now. Every year, right. Which is going to be awesome. But do not expect it to have that same energy because I no, do not no. think it will ever live up to that race again. No, I don't think so either. And, you know, and, and I know, but well, I say this, but with the intention of, I saw what the modified race brought there. But 
I know that Dale Jr. being there and being a part of the race made a difference. Um, I know it did. Now, how much, I don't know. But, um, but man, it was unbelievable. And, I mean, I had to postpone the race, put the set of race back because people were still miles down the road. Dude, it, was, it was crazy. It took us. We got in traffic there at the track, and we sat in traffic for about an hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half, trying to get in. And y'all got there pretty early, relatively early. What you thought was early? Yeah, well, we were we were running about an hour behind actually originally, because we uh, like I said we were gonna try to be there as soon as pit gates open at four. Then uh, we were running about about forty five minutes behind. Well, then it put us about an hour and forty five minutes behind actually. Yeah, yeah. So well, uh, well, it all worked out for sure, and uh, you know, but like you say, it's just that I, from the pictures you sent me and from what I saw of it. It just that was unreal, man. For for a, a short track, a late mile stock car race in the mid in the middle of the week, even more so important. That just that was insane. People traveling from all over the country to come to that race. That was cool. We well, all heard the uh, guy we interviewed on there, and he was like, "Hey, if you're waiting to talk to somebody, talk to me." And he seemed <laughs> like a cool guy. I was like, "Sure, let's do it." Tyler, he was from Northern California, flew all the way out there to watch this race. That's awesome, dude. And so, that is and, and I will say the race lived up to everything that everybody wanted to see, um, in that race. So that was uh, that was, it, it was great. It was great. I will give it that. Um, and yeah, sure. and all right, but I'm gonna come in with some negative stuff now. Uh oh. Always gotta be that negative, Nancy. I guess. I guess there's positive and negative in this. I I'm just gonna I, I'm just gonna tell you what I feel about it anyway. You know, it's my therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so they had the race, great turnout, awesome, and I was even out on track and I was looking at it and I'm like, dude, this track really isn't in. They were talking about tearing up the asphalt, having dirt races, whatever, blah blah. I'm like, this dirt, this I mean, this asphalt really isn't in bad shape. They it looked better in Florence. <laughs> um, I ain't gonna say it looked better in Florence, but it was just as good. Wow, uh, it was way better in Hickory. I'll give them that. Way oh, better. It, it, it couldn't be worse. <laughs> which, which don't take much, but it was way better in Hickory. Uh, but I guess when they went in, cleaned it up, they sealed everything, sealed the cracks, and it wasn't the asphalt was not in bad shape. There wasn't many bumps. The track was relatively smooth. Wow. Um, the only bad parts were pit road. Uh, right. so the cars were dragging in there just because I guess when it kind of flooded in the infield, it kind of made some deep holes and stuff in there, which can easily right. be fixed. Nobody's worried about pit road. <laughs> as long as you can no. get out of it, you're good. Um, and so, okay, that's good. Uh, so they decided, well, we're not going to tear this asphalt up. So on yep. one hand, I'm like, that's great for the racing coming because new asphalt would have ruined new racing coming for a few years. Oh, asphalt, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, but they turn around and canceled the entire month of October dirt that dirt, they were yep. going to have there. So I am somewhat upset about that. <laughs> Well, I was looking forward to seeing that. I really was. Um, 
I think it would have put on an awesome show. I mean, would it have been an exhibition deal? Yeah, probably so. Would it have turned out better in Bristol? Absolutely, I think so. Um, I, I really do. But, but you know, the track is going to be asphalt. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was the only so, reason they were doing it. They were just like, well, it's going to be dirt for a little right. while, just in time for us to lay down new asphalt. So we'll right. use it for that. Just take advantage of that opportunity. Well, so in, in, in saying that, now that you know, they're going to keep that surface, you know, I, I, I kind of I, I get it. Because like you say, if, you go, if it's going to be an asphalt track and you're going to put on good racing there, it needs to be old surface. Yeah. Because we know what new surfaces do. Oh, which yeah. I never understood why they can't come up with making or laying down aged asphalt. I don't, I, I don't know why they can't come up with that. I feel sure they could, but, um, but, but to leaving that surface like it is and using that track, especially for something as big as the Cup Series level, um, I, I understand it. I, I really do. But it is. It's disheartening when all that stuff is built up and built up, and this is going to be dirt week or dirt month, you know, at, at, at Northwest Burrowing. I mean, they, they would have made so much money that month. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, yes, you're right. So I, I am just disappointed myself because it was promised. It was, you know, it was happening. They had done sold tickets. They had done had entry fees, you know, everything. And so I was ready for that. I was ready for dirt. At North Wilkesboro, that that was gonna be awesome. I had already planned on. I didn't know which one I was gonna make it up to, but I was gonna make it up to a race there. Um. Now, in saying that, we look at dirt track, and we say Bristol was a big, big dirt track. We look at Eldora; that's a big dirt track. They're half mile. Yeah. This track is. Just over six tenths of a mile, I think it is. Right. Um, yeah. I don't think a crate motor, honestly, and I hate to say this, but I don't think a crate late model would have held up around there. I, well, I think that we, hanging RPM that it would have had, yeah. with what we saw at Bristol, with just constantly right, blowing right. motors, probably yep. would have happened at North Wilkesboro. <laughs> Oh, I agree, and I think that I think that would have hurt turnout there. Honestly, I do, <clears throat> and that may be one reason that helped persuade them otherwise. Of, of, of you know, of, I don't know, but um, I do know, like you say, and and talking with Earl, we found this out. You know, like you said, the hanging RPMs that, that they can't keep up. That ain't and they ain't nobody gonna go out there and take a chance just on saying they run at North Woodsboro to go tear up motors. They right. ain't gonna do it. Right, well, uh, and in all actuality, Earl called me, um, I think it was the next day, I want to say it was, something like that, I can't remember, might have been the next day or either that Friday or something like that, he called me, asked me about the track and stuff, and asked me how it was, and I told him, he said, so how you think dirt's going to do? And I told him then, I said, uh, you better find every motor you can and take it there with you, and you will sell every one of them, because I think it's going to be, it's going to be tough on motors. Oh, yeah. I told him that, and he was like, "I had a, I had the exact same feeling." <laughs> so, so uh, from a from a uh, from a logical standpoint, it's probably the best thing. It's probably is. It's just I don't know. I just still would love to see dirt on North Wilkesboro. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess it's one of the things when I'm promised a race, I want to see it. 
Oh, well, I love to see. I love to see dirt on Darlington. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he I is like. But I mean, you know, um, I love to see everything dirt. But but but, yeah, I, I love knowing the fact. Well, I love knowing that they're going to use the track, and considering they're going to use it. Now, if they would have, if they would have gone, if they, if they were going to tear it up, run dirt on it, repave it, and not use it, what good is that? But yeah, I think even you got now, the, so you got the ride to momentum. Well, I think so, but you know that just goes to show you. Just like Rockingham, I pass Rockingham all the time. You probably do as well. No. It's sitting there, a awesome racetrack, a awesome racetrack around. Here. There's, there's nothing around it, as it's, there's nothing around North Wilsboro. Nothing. Um, but but <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. There's probably more around Rockingham than there is North Wilsboro. But um, but but. Look at what the racing they put on there, and I think I think people are starting to see that now, and um, I just hope it makes a big difference, man. I really do, and um, you, you know, you want to you want to go set up the Bush Clash or whatever in uh, LA Coliseum. I didn't see much out of that, but you can go take these tracks that are established already. Go take some weed killer out there. Take some sealer and fix some cracks here and there and go have a much better race oh yeah i mean you know that's just my opinion and i think they're seeing that now i think that that kind of opened some eyes dang we got more people going to a well, late model stock car race than we do a cut race in some ways well i'm gonna tell you what but, i what i think is changing that mindset right now i and and we're gonna get into some uh I guess money talk on it, which everything falls back to money in racing, unfortunately. But uh, let's go to NASCAR. Uh, NASCAR went to these mile and a half tracks. It wasn't they could care less what kind of racing it put on. They they were just right. going to mile and a half tracks because they could fit sixty thousand, hundred thousand stands or seats right. at the track. Right. Well. And this is, I mean, this isn't no secret. This has been out there for the past couple of years, especially, especially since COVID hit, all that crap. Um, They're no longer worried about people in the stands. And I want to say this, and, and I'm on, I probably need to be careful because they want me on a show with them <laughs> here soon. Um, Our good friends over at Darlington, uh. You know, we were there last weekend. We were there last Sunday, and we, we're going to get to this. Um, but we kept hearing races sold out, races sold out. Uh-huh. Well, um, I ain't trying to burst nobody's bubble, but they covered up the stands on the backstretch. <laughs> yep, they they sponsored it. <laughs> they sponsored the whole backstraightaway. Exactly. Um, and, and two... And I'm not knocking on nobody, but I'm just speaking the truth. Um, we park. We park where everybody parks, Darlington. And there's like 4,000 buses over there yeah. of college students that they brought in. That honestly, my opinion, I might be wrong. And if y'all are, please comment and tell me I'm wrong. But they don't have a clue who drives a race car. I'm pretty sure... And uh, I mean, dude, <laughs> I, Bo, you saw it as well as I did. I oh, mean, yeah. it's a, it looked like a it looked like a, a, 
Was, it was what, a rave. It was that? literally a rave out there. It was, yeah. a, it was an EDM concert that they were putting on out there. It was. Yeah, I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing with my eyeballs. Which at was Darlington. which was fine if that's what they wanted to do to get them to the track. But the problem is, is you got to get them in the track. <laughs> it ain't yeah. Cause when we left, them fools was still out there. They was cornholing and drinking and and half of them was passed doing. out in the buses. The buses were sitting there oh, running. Yeah. I'm looking on the buses, and they're full of people already. Full. And full, this was, full, full. I hate to tell y'all, but this was halfway through the race. We had been out there forever, so we got all our content we were getting, and we are going to come back home and watch it, watch the ending on, on TV. But these people never made it into the racetrack. Nope. And I'm all about getting so, people to the right. racetrack, but you got to get them in the racetrack. Exactly. Exactly. And then, but, but, so I guess where I'm going to that is, is, you know, how are they generating ticket sales? Are they giving them away? Are they, cause I mean, dude, and you saw it, but on these buses were nothing but sorority emblems That's on it. all the front of these buses. That's it. So, sorority and fraternity emblems. That was all. You can't tell me that on this. Like, I just, I just don't understand. And then they, I don't know. It's just, and we walked out, we walked like, out beside some of them that were, uh, that exemplified exactly what we're saying about them. Yes, yes. That's why I'm even more riled <laughs> up about it because they don't have they don't have no filter on their mouths. No, none at all. In front of public, and uh, so they'd be very, they'd be happy that our little children's wasn't there. That's all I can say. But, yeah. Um. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> but, uh, it's just changed, man. It's just changed. So, but, but 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 going back to that, or my my point was. You go to North Wilsboro, you ain't busting nobody in North Wilsboro, no. but they in their own trucks. That's they right. rolling. They ready to go see short track racing. But that's right. You're right. You're one hundred percent right about that. But what I was what I was also getting at about it is they're not worried about putting people in seats anymore. They're more worried about T V numbers now. Mm-hmm. And they have figured out they can yep. sell bigger advertisement spots i guess in these in, in commercial wise to get right. bigger tv numbers get bigger tv money and they're not necessarily as worried about exactly. putting people in the seats anymore where a 50 dollar ticket don't matter not much anymore right? exactly exactly right right so right. Which, which is sense which is good to an for, extent yeah to well. an extent but it is good for the fact you take all the big tracks out of it, the mile and a half, even Darlington, take all that out of it. That is good for the North Wilkesboro's, for the, uh, I'm going to say probably South Boston's, the right. the other tracks, are the Thompson Speedways and stuff like that. That are gonna If they're going to do this short track deal with the All-Star Race, that is going to be awesome for them because they're going to pack this house with 20,000 seats and it's going to look awesome. Uh, and, right. and they're going to get TV money out of it. So that's going to be awesome for those tracks. Not so much, in my opinion, for the bigger tracks because it looks terrible. It does. It really does. It really does. And, <clears throat> well, and I think you're completely right about that. The, they don't really care too much at all about the, well, what are they trying to get to as far as a fan? Well, who are they trying to attract now? I guess is is that's that's my issue with the whole thing. And like as far as Cup Series, because like dude, it has changed one hundred percent. I and it seems like it's ain't it ain't been that long. Maybe 
couple years, but but the last time I remember going to Darlington, it's just I don't know, but it looked like it honestly looked like we was at a college football game. Yeah, they did. Well, I it, mean, it's just it, like, it, what do they want now? <laughs> In all honesty, and I'm wondering about this myself because it, it seemed like it was going that way with these EDM concerts in the parking lot of Darlington and stuff like that. And I can 100% see where it looks like it is going that way to get the college students in there and stuff like that. But then it's it's almost like you're wondering if they're asking, well, is this working? Uh, because now we're going to bring tracks back that is going to bring back the the old school fan. <laughs> yeah. Like North Wilkesboro, and and I'm gonna tell you, old Billy Bob sees some EDM concert. He gonna be busting some noses. But I promise I'm just you. Some dude I'm jump on his back that. trying to do whatever they doing out there because that's what it looked I like. It looked promise. like it wasn't even a mosh pit. It it was. It was they were just, weird. They were bro. just holding their hands up in there, just jumping up and down, which is it was whatever. Weird, if bro. you like that, I mean, hey, more power to you. But is well, go do it somewhere else. Go to Columbia or something. <laughs> It, didn't, it did not fit at Darlington Raceway. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh-uh. But anyway, guys, I want to uh, go ahead before we get too far into it and I uh, want to thank our, one of our new uh, oncoming uh, uh, partners here on Chicken Bone Alley. Hi octane apparel guys go uh, check out some high octane apparel there's some of the best looking race wear for your race day at the track guys um just cool looking stuff uh Aaliyah and 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 her gang over there have got it figured out some uh, for the especially for the ladies and for the guys obviously uh they got some cool looking stuff so go check out high octane racing apparel you won't regret it at all as some uh cool stuff you heard heard leah on here uh a couple weeks ago now and uh just go check her stuff out for sure you can check it out on uh on our social media pages there's links on there to it uh so go check her out uh we're gonna get some more stuff from her here soon hopefully so uh y'all go check check them out for sure but uh all right guys well i reckon before we get too deep in all of our uh, all of our uh, stuff about Darlington and everything else, I guess we need to move on to this week's edition of Hot Laps. This is Hot Laps presented by SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another edition of Hot Laps, and today. On the phone from Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Mr. Todd Rohr. What's going on, Todd? Hey, David. How's it going, man? I ain't going to complain much, man. It's a, uh, another bright, beautiful Monday here in the Carolinas. Can't be can't be too bad, I don't guess. No, man. I love it. Oh, yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, it's good to have you on with us today, and uh, gl- glad to have you, buddy. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm happy to be on here. It's, it's a great opportunity, and... Um, I mean, I was on board as soon as Sasha let me know about it. So, well, good, good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> so, some people yeah. is like, some people just like you got to force them on here. I don't know why. I'm like, we're just talking, having having a good time. So, I like it when people want to come on here. That's good. Nah, everybody actually has been really good about it and really cool from Stock Car Steel and Aluminum and uh, SRI Performance. So, uh, it's been really good this year to uh, get to know everybody from from each of these 
each of these companies, sister companies, I guess we'll say. Um, so, uh, Todd, want, want to get in it with, with you, man. Um, first of all, what is your position over there at Stock Car Steel and Aluminum? Uh, yeah, so I I do some inside sales and uh, some wheel call sales, and uh, now I'm, I'm really getting into material traceability within the company. Um, a lot of our customers need to know, uh, you know, where the material comes from, how it was originated uh, and formed, and I pretty much take care of that for us and, and supply that information to them. So, well, that's, that's that sounds pretty uh pretty complex there because <laughs> I know some <laughs> yeah. of that stuff can get a little a little crazy sometimes with some of those materials y'all dealing with. Yeah, no, it 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 can. It uh, it's good though. You know, we keep track of everything and. And we've really made some good improvements, uh, you know, with tracking our material and and making sure that uh, you know we got good quality control and and that our customers are happy. So it's good for sure. Well, we're definitely going to get back into that, but I just want to ask you a few more, you know, questions more about you. Uh, uh, how long have you been at Stock Car Steel? Uh, so I've been with the company for about a year and a half now. Uh, before that, I, I actually lived in Ohio. Um, well, for you know, 25, 26 years of my life. And, uh, I was happy to get the opportunity to move down here with my family and start working at the company. So good deal. Good deal. Well, I, I don't know. I've always wondered what, what is it, which I mean, I know obviously, uh, you know, stock car steel can make you want to come down there like that, but it's always, it seems like a lot of people from Ohio move to the Carolinas. What's going on with that? Well, I tell you what it is, man. It, the sun just shines so much more here. Uh, it's gray and gloomy in Ohio, and it's just way better here, way happier here. So, <laughs> I hear you there, man. Well, it definitely wasn't that way up there this past week up at Eldor. So that was that was pretty cool. That's always a good spot to be in, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean September's the best month up there, so they got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. I would tell you, I was up there uh, last year for the Dream, and that was the hottest I've ever. Uh, even being down here, uh, that was a few of the hottest days I've ever had for my life in June up there. It was, it was yeah, almost miserable. It, it definitely gets warm up there. It, uh, you know, it gets nineties there just like here, but, uh, I would say the hottest part of the day was 3 PM in Ohio, but here, as long as the sun is out, it just keeps getting hotter. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> that's 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 true. And, and we think eventually, you know, it's we're mid September now, and you sitting there thinking like it's got to get a little bit cooler here soon. And just I looked the other day, or I looked today actually at the weather, and it's like, oh, we're cooling now for a couple of days, and back next week we're back in the nineties. So I'm like, well, not this week. <laughs> not, yeah. Not happening this month. Oh, well, cool, man. Well, uh, what brought you, uh, one, into the racing side of the business, but also into the steel business? So, I've always loved racing. I, I actually grew up around um, circle dirt track racing, and uh, my brother raced circle dirt track. I actually raced uh, dirt modified uh, in Ohio, and uh, I mean, more so than that, I guess I, I kind of branched off and raced motocross, uh, ATV motocross. And that was a little more affordable, but, uh, yeah, just always grew up around it and, and love anything, anything racing really. So nice. Nice. All right. Well, what brought you over to the, uh, to the steel side then? So I just, so I was at a good, pretty good job in Ohio. And then 
COVID hit and ended up getting furloughed and was just looking to get back to work. And, uh, you know, I, I just applied so much during COVID, like a lot of people who, you know, maybe got furloughed and stuff. Uh, and I just told my wife, I said, I'm going to start applying down south because, you know, if something sticks, we'll run with it. So uh, I basically just started calling any racing company or emailing, you know, racing companies. And and uh, I got lucky to get this opportunity, and we went with it. So so we moved. <laughs> Sweet. Well, we're sure glad to have you down this way, man. Uh, but let's go back to uh, to your racing career a little bit there, man. Uh Tell us a little bit about it, how you got into it there, and uh, and where where'd you race at and everything. Yeah, so my, I guess growing up, uh, my dad had one buddy for sure, Alan Baker. Uh, he raced super late models. He actually still races super late models, um, probably for like three decades now. And uh, he used to race out of my dad's garage, and we just every Saturday night we'd go to the track and, and hang out. And then my brother, my older brother started racing, uh, the pure stock division. And, and it just, you know, I just always wanted to do it and I just needed the right opportunity though. Uh, cause I was either going to run a late model or a sprint car. I didn't want anything else. <laughs> and, uh, that buddy of my dad's, he ended up selling a race ready dirt modified and it was, you know, we knew it was good equipment, and we kind of took the plunge there. Uh, my dad helped me, and we raced for a good year and got better every night. Um, but it was about the same time I was starting a family. I got two kids now, and I know in racing, the you know, you, to make a million, you got to start with two. That's right. So I made a proactive decision to you know, get out of it before I went too broke. <laughs> I hear you there. What, what was your, uh, what was your home track up that way? Uh, the home track was Wayne County Speedway. Okay. Um, we raced at Hilltop and Millersburg and, uh, a couple other tracks, actually a couple of them closed around there, but Wayne County was definitely the closest. It was like 30 minutes for us. So nice. Nice. Yeah. Good deal. Well, let's move on to some, uh, Stock car, steel, and aluminum talk, and uh, well, man, uh, since you on the are on the sales side, what's uh, what's some upcoming sales or what y'all got going on? At this this y'all promoting big time right now. You know, we got a lot going on. Um, we got a since I work in the in the back at the will call office there. Um, you know, I handle some will call sales, and we've always got specials on the board back there. So if anyone, you know, stops in definitely check out our sales board um and we push some of those things uh, with social media too so definitely keep an eye out there uh we got a beautiful drop section in the back where all of our cutoffs go um it used to be just barrels of scrap not scrap but like just cutoffs just thrown in barrels and and now we've got it all organized uh color-coded and um you know real easy for people to come in and just find some pieces that will work for them and uh, they're all discounted we get them you know priced out for them and uh we sell ratchet straps back there hats and and just a whole bunch of stuff so that's definitely cool well speaking of hats i need a hat man what um <laughs> what yeah. uh 
I always see people at the track, man, and I don't know what it is. I don't know. Between SRI and stock car steel and aluminum, people love wearing uh, between the hats and the T-shirts. It's, it, do y'all just sell a lot of that, or is that, you know, stuff that, that, that your big customers kind of, you know, they want and everything? Because um, I see a ton of people wearing it. I mean, for the hats, they're Richardson hats, and, and honestly, the price we sell them at, man, they're, they're priced just great for you know what you could buy hats for some of them go for 30 40 bucks and we got hats for 18 bucks man so they're they're definitely worth it and nope. anyone who stops in i mean they could be just a joe schmo off the road they they want it and and they're nice hats so that's awesome man well we know um uh, stock car steel and aluminum has celebrated its 25th anniversary and uh, th- this past year, I- I've I've you know talked to a lot of guys up there, and COVID and all the uh, supply chain issues were crazy. But to me, it still sounds like things have been going fairly well up there. Uh, tell us about the last. You know, y- you said you've been there for a year and a half now. Over the last year, man, how how has things been going up there? It's been good, man. It uh, business is booming. It I mean, it's been that way for, for a lot of people, but definitely for us, it's been good. And, and the demands there, you know, COVID, I think, actually helped people want to get, you know, back to racing and and uh, spending time and stuff like that. So we people are building race cars, and, and uh, the industry is good, man. So uh, I've just I've seen it from when I started and uh, till now. I mean, just in the past year, it's it's only grown. And our company's really improved. Uh, obviously, 25 years, it's a well-oiled machine, but uh, we've been improving it every day we go in there and, and just making it better, and it's awesome. So, Good deal, man. Well, it can't, it can't make it 25 years without uh, good employees like yourself uh, pushing, pushing a good product there, man. And uh, speaking of the product there, um, when you're, and I know, and this is what I try to tell everybody is like, you know, they hear stock car steel and aluminum. Yes, it is mostly, I will say, geared toward the racing industry. And that is a big part of sales. But there's also, uh, as we know and have talked to you guys before, uh, there's a big part that sells to the aerospace side uh, and all other different type of fab shops and machine shops and stuff like that. So uh, what are some of the products that you see, you know, with everything that you're selling the most of? Yeah, I mean, you know, definitely, like you said, the racing industry is, is a big, you know, big customer for us. But, uh, I mean, we sell another one I would say is, is trailer companies or trailer repair companies. Uh, we sell a lot of all the sheet metal that they can use. Um, even customers who just have their own trailers, we have them come in and, and they can walk in, see the material. Um, you know, we can order in stuff if we don't have it exactly for them, but, uh, we got a lot of trailer people coming in and, uh, just, you know, anything, anything that someone's building rat rods or custom cars and, um, classic cars. I mean, we, we got stuff and that's what makes our drop section so nice back there, especially for wheel call people is anytime they need something small to fix a bumper or fix, you know, a floor pan or something like that. We got, you know, discounted cutoff sheets that they can use for that type of stuff. So it's good, man. Good deal. Good deal. I know, um, see, that's what I even talked about, uh, 
me and my dad, we we got a little race car that we run too. We got a trailer we run it out of. So that's good to know, man. That, and I never really thought of that. <laughs> that's, that's funny, isn't it? I got an enclosed yeah. trailer, and you know, I see uh, sheets on the side of race cars all day long, and I never thought about, hey, we can go to stock car steel and aluminum, and because uh, our trailer's black, and I'm gonna tell you what about a black trailer. They look good, but man, they're hot. <laughs> I told, they, they are, man. I told him over this winter, I want to put, I, I want to either wrap this thing or we got to change something to make it white. So I'm just going to go over there and buy, buy some, buy some sheets from you guys. That's what I'm going to try to do. <laughs> yeah, man, we got them. Actually, we, uh, you know, I should have mentioned this earlier on the specials, but I think here in the next week or so, we're going to have four by eight, four foot by eight foot, uh, oh, 40 white on white sheets. Uh, I think we're going to sell them for like 65 to seventy dollars a sheet which is a steal that is a steal there guys and uh as, yeah. we, as uh we tell all these guys out here every week we, we've seen how y'all have driven these cars all year so um there you go go <laughs> get you some make them car look better for the go ahead and get, stock up for the winter to uh to to, yep. to uh rebuild that thing and make it look good for next year something hey there you go for sure it's a limited time i mean but uh so yeah people need to get in there and get some white on white sheets we got a really good deal on them so good deal man well uh tell them why you're at it man uh what is the best way to uh to get in there and 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 to buy from from stock car steel and aluminum well the best way is definitely just give us a call 704 uh, 334-6044, um, or stop in, man. If you're close by, just stop in, and we can sell you anything we got in there. Um, you can email us, too, sales at stockcarsteel.com. Sorry. Um, you can email me, too, R-O-H-R-T, at stockcarsteel.com. I would be happy to help you. Good deal. Well, speaking of uh, stockcarsteel.com, I'm here and here in the next uh, – next month or, or so there might be a uh, new look coming to the website yeah we are uh, we've been working on a revamping the website um it's it's definitely going to be an improvement from our current website uh we're going to have an option to uh, pick up in store or at will call uh, the current website does not do that and i know we've had people requesting that so that's going to be a big upgrade um and it's just it's going to talk a lot easier to our current system our software system. So it'll be good, man. Sweet, sweet. That's always better. Always better to, uh, you know, be a little more user-friendly there. Oh, well, cool deal, man. Well, that is awesome. That's awesome to have you up. Before we get off, though, man, I want to uh, I want to ask, and, and I want to put out there um, something we probably don't talk about as much on here that we, we really need to get out of here. Uh, not only... The stock car still offer, you know, all the materials and, and that you will need to build practically anything. Um, but y'all also offer some light fabrication work there also. Yeah, no, we do. Uh, um, we can shear stuff, shear sheets down to size for you. Um, any of the sheets we sell, whether it's aluminum or hot roll or uh, cold roll sheets, um, our hot roll expanded sheets, we can definitely shear them to size for you. Uh, we can do grinding and polishing of tubes, uh, squares, round, you know, rectangle tubing. Uh, we can get that to specific spec if you need it. Um, so yeah, we can definitely fab some things for you and, and help you out. 
Sweet, man. Sweet. So that's good to know, everybody. So when you order your material from there, if you need it, you know, exact materials, they are there to service that for sure. Well, Todd, it's been awesome, man, and I uh, appreciate you uh, coming on, hanging out with us today, man. It's been been good, and uh, everybody, uh, if you need some material from Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, be sure to get over there with Todd. Yeah, no, I appreciate you having me, man. Just uh, if anybody needs anything, let us give us a call and let us help you out. All right, man. We'll sure appreciate it. All right, everybody. Uh, get with Todd over there at Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. He will get you all the materials that you could possibly ever need to build practically anything <laughs> for far as I, for, from what I see. So, uh, Todd, we sure appreciate it, man. And uh, everybody, this has been this week's edition of Hot Laps. All right. How about it? Y'all just heard it all from from Todd there. Stock car, steel, and aluminum. So <laughs> I can't say it any better than they can today, guys. So y'all go over to Stock Car, Steel, and Aluminum. Get all the materials you need for your upcoming projects, guys. And uh, you won't be disappointed at all. Also, same deal every week, guys, at SRI Performance. Y'all just heard us talk about earlier uh, when we did our tour there. Um, and you've seen it. Uh, saw our video of everything there. I mean, I wanted to get one of them uh, used carbon fiber seats that they had in there. I think that would look really good in my um, in my Legend car. What do you think? I think it'd be perfect, <laughs> bro. They did not look like a ten degree seat though. By no means. I got twenty degree seat in mine, and it is puts my feet. This looked like a thirty degree or forty degree seat. <laughs> you most definitely do not need that. I do not. I I'm do not. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. But if you need it, I'm gonna tell you. A street stop would look awesome with one in it. Just saying, mm -hmm. I mean, it really would. And I ain't lying, man. You get that and get you some LED uh, <coughs> LED gauges from dude, SRI. Put dude. in there, bro. That thing be nasty looking. But look at a cup car while you're sitting in. You don't even realize it. Were you sitting in a stop, uh, a free stop? Nope. It would look a cup car. It would look right? exactly like something that should have been racing at North Wilkesboro. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> so uh, you guys head over to SRI Performance and get up all your goodies that you need from there. And uh, get on the website, www.sriperformance.com. Get your buggy full there. Get that cart full on the website. And uh, when you get there to the checkout, put in promo code CBONE10. That's C is in. Chicken. B-O-N-E-1-0. Get yourself 10% off there at time of checkout. Um, and uh, you can't beat that. But can't beat that. One of the things you can buy from SRI Performance is uh, what we were talking about earlier with ProFab headers. Guys, um, get over there. Like we talked about earlier, um, it is some of the – it is quality that wins. And that is the reason y'all seen on our video. If you haven't seen it, go back, check out – uh, our our live video from ProFab Headers, and you pretty much see the entire process of them guys making headers and exhaust over there. And um, you'll understand why their slogan is "Quality that wins." They are they're top notch in their game for sure. Uh, so y'all go check some of them out, and they always go best on a good old Earl Ramey racing engine. So uh, yes, sir, because they make all the horsepower that you want. All the horsepower that you'll need, probably the more, more than the horsepower you can handle. On them Earl Ramey racing engines, um, you guys seen his shop on there? We talked about it earlier. Just like Sterling said, it's so cool to see shops that are uh, so organized and neat. 
And uh, I know Earl even said, oh, we got stuff everywhere. I'm like, nah, dude, just, this looks good right here. Uh-huh. Um, they, uh, you see start to finish there on on everything. So y'all uh, y'all head over there to Earl Ramey Racing Engines, get you some horsepower. Get on that chassis down there that you saw. Uh, that's where he talked about, you know, that's where they find all their horsepower at, what is gained and lost through through everything else, throughout the car, through your entire drive tra- train, through all your bolt-ons, uh, everything. So head over there, get on board with Earl Ramey Racing Engines. All right, well, uh, uh, we had some, um, well, let's stay in asphalt for a minute since we've been talking about asphalt before all this other stuff. Uh, Kansas this past week, our good buddy uh, Derek Griffith, uh, had another Xfinity ride with Sam Hunt racing uh, this past car weekend. Awesome, by the way. Car, this car looks spot on. Dude, that thing was <laughs> awesome looking. But I love the flat. I love the flat, but that's cool. Right that there. thing was sweet. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, I, unfortunately, it wasn't too great of a weekend for him. For I mean, didn't you know nothing bad happened to him other than they were on a qualifying run in practice, blew a motor. Uh, which put him behind eight ball. Um, you know, just didn't get the practice he needed on the track. Uh, plus, it made him start at the rear of the field. Uh, so, basically, he was trying to learn the track in the car in the first stage of the race. Unfortunately, went a lap down. And it's just hard to fight back at a mile and a half once you're a lap down if you can't get that lucky dog. Yeah, it, it, track position is so critical there. And it's just, you can't, you can't go nowhere. <laughs> Honestly, you can't. No, not at all. Um, but, uh, still, Hey, I mean, he had a good race finished 27th. I mean, kind of just held still where he was. That track is so hard. I mean, it's, it's a mile and a half. It's another mile and a half. Um, but, but it boys put on a show up at the front. I will give them that between Noah Gregson, um, Ty Gibbs, um, uh, they all put on a show up there up front and it was, uh, it was, it was cool. Just, just an all He, he put on a show with them. Um, yep, that's that's two wins in a row for old Noah here. So, yep, and our buddy uh, uh, spotter Tyler Mond there taking home another win with Noah. Yeah, man, he's on top of it. Though. Yep, he's on it, on it. Might, might give him another championship. Can, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Noah can uh can recruit him to uh to <laughs> to, to spot I'm, for him in the Cup Series. I'm so. gonna go with no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. Go with no. probably Did y'all not. see? I don't know if y'all saw it on fa- or on social media. Our buddy Tyler Mont was driving a. Um, I don't even know what kind of card it was of the night. Might just been a uh, champ card or something for Kyle Larson the other night. That's awesome, dude. I wonder if Kyle was spot for him. <laughs> I don't know. I was wondering the same thing. I might have had the sticks out there. Who knows? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was cool to see. But uh, anyway, rolled into Sunday. Um, what what you think about it, dude? I don't know, man. Well, like like I said, it was kind of it's it's hard to pass. Um, you know, there was multiple grooves, and restarts were crazy, crazy, crazy. And and of course, they're trying to win the race in the thirtieth lap, running three and four wide. <laughs> so, uh, and it kind of freaked me out that you know that playoff drivers are doing that honestly to me but i guess they know how how critical track position he is and was uh these mile and a half tracks even with this car and um you know the, the tire fall off wasn't terrible i think it was a second or so i guess I, you know it wasn't terrible yeah. um so 
you know, throughout a tire run, there wasn't that much gaining that anybody could really do. So, but you could definitely tell long run cars versus, you know, short run cars for sure. But, um, but like, you know, Kyle Larson and, uh, you know, there's a few of them, Chase Elliott, it, it's just like they couldn't go nowhere. Could not. I mean, they, they could, they could run the bottom and just could not gain that momentum up off the corner. They just couldn't do it. It just stuck. It's like, it's just, that's where they're going to run. I mean, there was nothing they could do. It was all off of restarts. If you could have a good restart and, 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 you know, for the most part, there was a few of them. I think Denny Hamlin and, and obviously, uh, uh, Bubba Wallace. I mean, they, they had really good long run speed that they didn't fall off nowhere near as quick as the other ones. But, um, but honestly, it looked like, you know, you got fresh air, you were out front. Bubble, I mean, uh, Alex Bowman, dude, he, he was rolling. I mean, it was, it was his race. Well, and I Tyler think Reddick was out front. He was rolling good too. Oh he yeah. Blew, if he had had a tire. flat tire, if he hadn't had that flat tire, I think it would have been his, man. He, yeah. He had a good car. His car looked good for sure. But, um, but, but no man, towards the end of the race, I got to give it to him. I mean, Bubba's car was flying. I mean, he was yeah. two and three tenths faster a lap um, than Alex, and he he went around him and um, went around. What was that, Christopher? That time, right? Yep. I can't remember exactly. Yep. But anyway, and then and then the the green flag pit stops. I think I want to say Christopher was like two two and a half seconds behind him, um, and the green flag pit stops. He picked up another two and a half seconds. So. Which is crazy uh, considering they thought they were getting bad. T- well, they switched Bubba and Christopher Bell's crew chiefs. <laughs> I mean, not crew chiefs, but uh, crews. Pit crew, yeah. Yeah, pit crews so um, re- a few weeks right, ago. So, so it's really crazy. Um, but, but you know, they, they – I mean, I, dude, and Bubba Wallace's team or, or pit crew was ridiculous all weekend. I, I kind of paid attention to that. They were, they were strong. They picked up pit stop or they picked up spots on pit road under yellow and, and, uh, and picking up two and a half seconds on, under uh, green flag pit stop. That was crazy. Uh, <clears throat> and I know a lot of that probably had to do with Bubba too. I was going to say, that's a lot of Bubba getting down, getting, uh, slowing down Overall, later. Yeah. yeah. And picking up speed earlier. Um, that's where a lot of that's gaining loss. So I got to give it to Bubba. Yeah. I mean, he he drove a smart race. Yeah, he and drove, man. I, you know, he he say what he wants and he shushes the shushes yeah, the media and all that. I wish uh, he'd stop all that crap. I wish he'd just be a a normal just person, just be a race car driver, and just yeah, just be happy. Just quit being so whatever. I can't stand that. Yeah. I don't care if you white, black, red, whatever you are. Stop. Just stop. And just be cool, cause when he back when, dude, back when he drove late models and 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 uh, the Legend truck series and all that, series, yeah. just, dude, he was awesome, man. He was just full of energy and just happy all the time, and I liked him, and I like his ability now, but I don't like his attitude, man. I just stop all that, like stop thinking it's, everybody's it's almost, against you. All yeah, time. exactly. It's almost like, like he's more worried about the people who are against him than the people that are rooting for him. And I hate to tell him, but he's probably got more fans than he has people rooting against well, he him. Does, but he does. <laughs> but he's losing them. He's losing people like me when he acts like that. Just just be happy, bro. Just, you, you're doing good. Somebody needs to tell him that phrase one time. Kill him with kindness. I think he really needs to learn that. I really do that. 
But, you know, and, and that's a whole other topic that we can get into, but cup drivers have zero personality anymore. So I guess he's one of them. Well, well, speaking of personality, though, there's one with personality, and uh, I guess we got to talk about this real quick. Like, um, I got a softball game to go to. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> but, uh, be late. Yeah, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. But, um, um, uh, KB, Kyle Bush, um, all but, and by the time y'all hear this tomorrow on Tuesdays, live will be confirmed. Uh, all sources say he's going, going to, Richard Childress racing, which is kind of a surprise to a lot of people considering their history. Yeah, the history I think is a big thing. Well, the, the well, I, I'm a I'm a backup. I say the biggest surprise to me is manufacturer change. That's the biggest surprise to me. Um, I I, I mean, I I figured in 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 this the scenarios and possibilities he had, I figured RCR was going to be the place to be because that was you know Tyler's leaving, blah blah. blah. Whatever you know, Richard's got plenty of money to pay him. He's yeah. got a sponsorship out of Yin Yang, all that. That's all there. But it's just the fact of, you know, he built his whole, his entire truck team with Toyota. Like, yeah. that well, was it. Like, and I think, I, and I, I think that's the bigger reason that Toyota was so adamant about keeping him. More than it was, you know, him driving himself. I don't think it was that. I think it was just like they don't want to lose that pipeline of drivers coming up through his trucks. Um, right. And so if you really think about it this way, and and I think that is probably the bigger reason that Chevrolet went after him because Chevrolet doesn't have that pipeline right now. Um, exactly. Ford's got it with, with um, who is it, DGR, David Gilliland, um and a couple other ones, there is no Chevrolet pipeline right now. No, um, no there's not. No, and there's so not. I think that's kind of what it, it, they said. John Hunter was kind of emotional after his win the other night because he don't really know where he's going next year because from what I gather is he's got to deal with Toyota and there's no truck. <laughs> oh, wow. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 that's going to be kind of crazy. It is. It really is. And and there's, it's, it, it's, that's why, you know, Kyle had a press conference a couple of weeks ago or months or so ago, whatever it was. And he said, you know, and, and, and he was really genuine about it. He said, there's so much more involved than just me. Oh, yeah. Driving yeah. a he, race car. Him driving there's it was so, a small part, really. <laughs> it, it, honestly, that's the smallest part. It really is because there's so much involved, not just his team, which is, really substantial i mean it really is but look at all the cup drivers now and xfinity drivers that have come through kbm exactly look at all the guys that he's given a chance that's made it to where everybody wants to be exactly. um and i know toyota had a big deal with that i i get that but but you know chevrolet wants that and they, they they've been trying to i i think honestly i think they've been trying to use in a way use junior motorsports for that but it just hadn't been it hadn't been that because I, I think you got to be more established to get to that point than you do kbm because you know he's been putting people in late models and you know he he honestly i mean i don't like the guy in a lot of ways but he gives people chances That's i mean right. you know Derek drove for him he drove a truck for him i mean he he he, he calls on people that's he told right. us himself. Kyle called me. Yep. You know, so he 
he sees the talent and he wants to build that throughout the sport. So, uh, like you said, I, I think that's huge for Chevrolet. I, I don't know that RCR, I don't know that Richard had that whole money mind standpoint, but I think Chevrolet pushed that more so. Yeah. And I really believe, I really believe that he burnt that bridge with, with, with Rick, Rick Hendrick years ago. And how he well, he said that, but do you know that him and Rick are actually neighbors now? And they fly, yeah, they're neighbors, and a lot of the tracks they fly to together. Wow, (laughs) I did not know that. Yeah, (laughs) it was because he was even talking about one time how he was out. He he had Brexton on his boat. They were out there on the boat together and stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's a crazy world, man. But yeah, you know that that is really separating business and friendship there. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) I, 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 and and and, uh, if anybody's good at that, it's probably Rick Hendrick. Oh yeah, for sure. But, um, but but you know, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. And and you know, I, I don't know, man. I mean, people, you know, I've have heard things like, well, you know, that's going to bring the the, the Dale Earnhardt energy back in RCR and, and all of that. I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think that's going to be a standpoint. And he, daggone sure ain't getting the three car. Um, I don't think Austin Dillon's going to give that up. And I really don't think that his granddaddy is going to take it from him. Um, but, uh, but you know, I think it'll, I think RCR as a standpoint as a whole will gain a lot from his knowledge and, and, and 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 his his whole his whole attitude has changed in the past two months. Yeah. Um, and and I don't know if that's I don't know if that's Rick's. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. I don't know if that's Richard saying, "Look, hey, all right, we we got a deal here, but you gonna chill out. You ain't having your whole dissent attitude. You know, maybe that's I don't know, but you." Know, Things have changed with him for sure. Well, we I don't know if it's him so much or a sponsor that they've got that is saying that. Yeah, that may be. That may be it. That may be I it. I think that's a it big reason be, uh, that uh, Mars left. They just eventually got right. tired of it after so long. It may be the anger management number eight. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. well, also, guys, we, we'd be remiss not to mention anything about it. We've been There's been a lot of asphalt talk. Uh, this week uh but world 100 weekend was this past weekend and um go figure jonathan davenport uh put on everything a, put on a show for him um now brandon overton uh did go out win the last portion of the dream there um yeah if it wouldn't have been for well see that that's normal because he picked up where he left off last year exactly three dream wins in a row last year, right? <laughs> he should have won that race last year and it got rained out so that's, that makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. That's good. Exactly. Oh, well, guys. Well, like I said, I got to go uh, play a softball game. I got about three minutes to get there, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck. Oh, well, guys, well, we sure appreciate uh, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, uh, uh, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Hitters, and Exhaust, uh, our good friends at High Octane Racing Apparel, checkered the race hub for them for sure also forward bite apparel guys go get you some forward bite every driver wants it every racer wants it everybody wants some forward bite so um y'all uh 
y'all head over and get you some four bite. Check out our good friend Cole Vanderheiden on his rookie season in the three hundred five sprints. Oh, but anyway, guys, what else you got? That's it, bro. Good luck. <laughs> go, go, go four for four tonight. I'm gonna try. I did good last week. I probably won't do worth crap tonight, so we'll see. <laughs> That's the way it works, bro. Go Braves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> well, y'all take it easy. We will catch y'all next week. Later.